Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. Happy February. This is a story about eight amazing, beautiful, talented civil rights champions. Yes, I am Gloria Moraga, and this is One on One. Please share and subscribe. I need your support. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, I am a little bit late. But February is a big month. We have Valentine's Day, we have President's Day, and we have Black History Month. And also, we had Chinese New Year, which we are now in. I honor all of these special days, and that's why I put together this podcast. It's a story of hundreds of strong, passionate, involved women. Actually, all of us. You know, I've talked about my bullying, but these women were enslaved and worse, and they rose above it, and they flourished and succeeded. I salute all these women and all of us for all they did and for all we do. I'm beginning with an artist, and she was actually a poet, Phyllis Wheatley. Now, she was not born with that name. She was taken, kidnapped, from her native Gambia and enslaved. She was brought to Boston in the mid-18th century, and she was enslaved by the John Wheatley family. And the reason she was kidnapped and taken from her home was they needed a domestic worker. But she was really bright, and the Wheatleys saw that, so they taught her to read and write, which wasn't always the case. And she eventually began writing poetry and she became a poet and her work was celebrated worldwide. So how difficult it must have been to be enslaved and start writing poetry. Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. I don't know if you've ever seen a tape of Barbara Jordan, but she is really an eloquent speaker. Barbara Jordan was the first African-American person to represent Texas and the first African-American woman to represent a Southern state in the U.S. House of Representatives. As a member of the House Judiciary Committee, she really found her place there. She explained why President Nixon should be impeached. And she was so eloquent and so smart and was such a great debater. She apparently even convinced President Nixon. And not long after that, he resigned. I'm not saying he resigned necessarily because of Barbara Jordan, but wow, she was a force. Ida B. Wells, she was born into slavery during the Civil War. And that didn't stop her in any way whatsoever. She spent a lot of her time passionately documenting and protesting the lynching of African-Americans. And many times, this put her life at risk. And she continued to do it, and she went to Europe, and she lectured there, and uh, was quite something. She was a civil rights leader. She fought segregation, and she really fought for a woman's right to vote. And she didn't just do this, you know, in speeches and such, but she actually was part of suits that were filed in court and her life 
at many times was at risk and she had to move numerous times to escape violence because it was a matter of life and death, but she continued to do it. Althea Gibson. I don't know if you've ever heard of Althea Gibson, but she started playing tennis at a time when African-Americans just were not even accepted on tennis courts, but she overcame all that racism and she became the first African-American tennis player to win a Grand Slam tournament. She won the French championships in 1956, and she also won four more single Grand Slams and six doubles titles. And this definitely empowered Serena Williams and her sisters and all the other women of color who think, who feel like they're not wanted in some sports. Shirley Chisholm, she was the first African-American woman elected to Congress. She represented New York's 12th district for seven terms, beginning in 1972. And she was a spitfire as well. She fought for racial and gender equality. She advocated for the poor, and she spoke out against the Vietnam War. Mary McLeod Bethune was an educator and an activist, and she became the highest ranking African-American woman in government. President Roosevelt named her director of Negro Affairs of the National Youth Administration. And get this, she was the only woman of color at the founding conference of the United Nations in 1945. Patricia Harris, she's another one of my favorite trailblazers. She was the first black woman to serve as an American ambassador. She represented the United States in Luxembourg from 1965 to 1967. And after that, she was the first woman and African-American appointed to a cabinet post. Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter, named her Secretary of Housing and Urban Development in 1977. And finally, last but definitely not least, Marian Anderson. <laughs> I, I can play a little bit of her singing because um, just a tiny clip doesn't violate any copyright rules. The song is now the, in the public domain, but her recording of it, I guess, is not. Marian Anderson was one of the greatest American contraltos in the 20th century, in, I think, in any century. But she went through it, boy. The Daughters of the American Revolution refused to allow Anderson to perform at Constitution Hall in Washington, D.C. And you know what gets me about this is she was performing with the New York Metropolitan Opera. So she was good enough for the, for the Met, but then these Daughters of the American Revolution blocked her from performing in Washington. So First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt was, was not pleased with that. So she invited Marian Anderson to sing at the Lincoln Memorial on Easter Sunday that same year, and that year was 1939. So she was on the radio nationwide, and so her audience became much, much wider than if she had played at Constitution Hall, and she was a national hit. So that's my short list of eight amazing, beautiful, talented civil rights champions. And I'll leave you with a little bit of Marian Anderson's voice 
And the song she's singing is Deep River. And we don't know who wrote Deep River, but it's a spiritual song that's been played and sang throughout the ages since the Civil War, since slavery. And I just have to say, we really are blessed to have these sisters. They blaze trails for the rest of us. They made it easier for some of us. Um, I know we all have individual struggles every day. Uh, I think it really helps to take time to stop and think about some of our struggles, <laughs> our minor, compared to what other women have had to go through, other people have had to go through. And uh, these women had many, many troubles and they overcame them and not only overcame them, but then they performed on the tennis court, in front of an audience, in front of Congress, which is a tough audience, and they succeeded. And I think that that's a lesson for all of us. We can all overcome and we can succeed and we need to keep mindful of that so that you know, we don't suffer from depression. We don't get down about ourselves. I love you. <laughs> I love you guys. Please subscribe. Please share my podcast. I did produce a video on this podcast and I did um, write a blog post and it's on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. Please share that and take a look at my website. Love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. Love to everybody. Please subscribe. Please watch my space. Please check out my website because I'm going to put new stuff on my website every day. And be safe.